0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com.
1: We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating.
2: Welcome to
3: Cosmic Potato.
2: Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. My name is Sean Ray and sitting right there across the virtual table from me is a guy that won't watch Stranger Things because he still hasn't seen strange things. Mr. John Irons. How's it going, sir? I
0: thought thought that was going to be Rick. I like Stranger Things.
2: (laughs) I always introduce you first. Uh, I'm honored. And, And also joining us tonight... Is the host of the Infinite Diversity podcast, among others. Rick, how's it going, sir?
4: Moving sucks. <laughs> uh,
2: and I'm reasonably well, thank you. And with us from uh, Revolution SF, uh, excuse me, Revolution SF, uh, DragonCon, and next week uh, Magic CityCon, we have Joe Crow. How's it going, sir? Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Now, Joe, you've recently started doing something that I wanted to ask you about, and I haven't. I, ha- I haven't. But uh, you're announcing professional wrestling matches now. Yes, <laughs> It's the literal best. How did that? How did that happen?
3: A few years ago, I did a uh, newspaper story about a local wrestling promoter. And she said, "You know, I need an announcer at my shows." And I said, well, <laughs> "I could do that." <laughs> and then now I've ended up doing um, regular um, announcing for a promotion every two weeks. Oh, that's cool! At, at, at a you. little,
2: hi-
3: yeah, it's at a little high school, and um, it's just these local wrestlers, and they get together and just bash each other's brains out every uh, couple of weeks. It's amazing
4: is this like wrestling wrestling or like wwe wrestling
3: oh no no this is professional wrestling this is this is the good stuff with the steel chairs and stuff
4: oh okay so awesome yeah there not, was, not two guys in red leotards squirming around on the floor no, not
2: high school.
3: There, there are red leotards
2: But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a sport the, 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 the Nacho Libre type no, uh, Yeah, Rick, Rick's thinking of the uh, the High school wrestlers or whatever But there used to be a guy When I was growing up, there was a guy that lived in my town That was a wrestler I never went to any of his matches I don't even know where where he had them But he called himself the country bumpkin I think And his... Yes. His whole thing was he wore... He was a big guy. He was, like, 450 pounds. And he wore um, overalls with no shirt underneath Mm -hmm. and a big straw hat. And when he would come into the ring, he was always carrying a pig. (laughs) A live pig, an actual pig. Yeah, an actual pig. I mean, it didn't stay. That's just what he came into the ring with and kind of held it up and all that kind of stuff, you know. (laughs) Letting everybody scream. Now, that's...
3: (laughs) Solid oh. gold. the yeah. <laughs> uh, When the the first show or a couple of shows that I announced uh, so one of the wrestlers' names was the Giant Hillbilly. <laughs> Similar deal, overalls, no shirt, and he said to me, "You're doing a great job." So really, once you've gotten uh, a, a compliment <laughs> from the Giant Hillbilly, there you go. I'm done. Well, that's, I'm that's all you need. <laughs>
4: I had a, a guy in my graduating class from high school went into professional wrestling. I have no idea how far he got. His name he, he went by Scott the Body Levy, and
0: uh, oh wait, is that not trademarked?
3: I think I actually I think he got if I I think Scott the Body Levy became famous. No joke. Really?
4: Well, I know I know that. Jesse Ventura
2: used the body. Uh, but yeah. Wait a minute, Wait a minute. I'm, going to, I'm going to Google Scott the body. Scott the body Levy. Okay.
3: Do, do this, Google Raven and wrestling. Raven? I'm not kidding.
2: Because I I, I haven't seen the
4: dude since before graduation, but apparently at like the last two reunions he was there and was very upset yeah. that he wasn't more famous. Than.
2: Scott Levy is an American semi-retired professional wrestler, actor, and podcaster, better known by his ring name, Raven. Oh, there you awesome. go. No kidding. He's fifty-four years old and he lives in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So.
0: I'm gonna call him no, this. good for him.
2: <laughs> he made it. <laughs> he made it, yeah. He's he's
3: he he was in WWE for a long time. Oh,
2: okay. And
3: and he was he was a big deal like in the uh the nineties and really since. So hmm. wow.
2: What I used to wa- I used to watch a lot of like back when it was WWF. I used to watch that when I was a kid. You know, it came on Saturdays after the cartoons went off. The next thing that came on was WWF. And um, I never, I mean, they always had, like, these wrestling matches and stuff at the 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 Veterans Hall and stuff like that. The armory. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah. But we never, uh, I I never could talk my parents into taking me, so...
3: (laughs) Well, now you're the parent.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure, you want to go to the <laughs> no, wrestling guess, match? going. <laughs> She's just looking at me. But at side least of come
3: see me. There's a there's a high likelihood each time that I'm going to get really hurt every time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just from trying to get in and out of the ring.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the dude that's in that. That you're like getting in the ring and announcing who's who's who the combatants oh, yeah. are. Oh, yeah. oh! I thought you were like off on like doing color or something.
3: I've done that too, but okay. Yeah, I'm I'm the let's get ready to rumble guy. Ah,
2: you were a tuxedo except, and everything.
3: Except you can't say "let's get ready to rumble" because yeah, that's trademark.
2: Be yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the like the uh, the UFC guy, the fighting out of the left corner, or out of the blue corner, or whatever it is that he says. Uh, I wanted to talk for a few minutes about Magic City Con because um at the time that this podcast comes out it will be about a week before Magic City Con comes out so there's still time to uh get tickets if you go to magiccitycon.com uh you can you can get a ticket for the entire weekend for 3750 so that's not bad for a uh, an entire weekend convention and it's not as big as Comic-Con or Dragon Con or something like that but it's a lot of You fun. states are. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Joe, you're going to be there. What kind of stuff are you? have you got planned for next weekend?
3: I'm going to do uh, a couple of things that are. I'm going to kind of feel out as far as um, – I'm going to, like, training wheels for Dragon Con, a couple yeah. of things. <laughs> um, I'm going to do a family feud panel. Where I, we just played the the game Family Feud, but it's just going to be questions based on, in this case, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, Avengers, and Game of Thrones. So I'm going to have Star Wars fans versus Star Trek fans, and then, and that'll be the two families, and then the next round will be Avengers fans versus Game of Thrones fans. (laughs) And then they'll play at the end. The two winners will play at the end for fast money, except there won't be any money. No money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly money. Give away candy like I usually – I give away candy and I give away toys.
3: Yeah, What, uh, Sean, what what stuff are you doing?
2: I am doing – so I've got stuff going every day. I'm, on, on Friday, I'm doing a Star Trek Discovery uh, uh, Season 2 discussion panel. I'm also playing games over the weekend. I'm going to be playing Jeopardy like I do every year. I'm going to play um actually like I did last year, and uh, John's actually hosting a panel even though he's not going to be there. We're going to or we're going to attempt. All right. We're going to attempt to do a Captain Game Show, and he's going to be skyped in on a projector. Nice. Uh, we'll see if it works. Yes. Science. <laughs> and uh, other than that, you and I are doing a panel together. Yeah. We're doing uh, a script reading of a, a really bad movie. <laughs>
3: Or a really great movie, a plan nine from outer space.
2: Ooh.
3: Depending on, you know, your perspective.
2: Um, Sherry, just, classic. Sherry just said, John, don't worry if you if you're if it doesn't work out, Joe can take over. He always he carries a briefcase full of trivia questions everywhere he goes. <laughs> Apparently I do. Apparently I do. Is that what I said? I'd be open to that. That happened. I mean, at the, not at this convention last oh, year. It was at the, the, the Hoover Sci-Fi Festival. The guy that was supposed to be doing Family Feud uh, had some technical difficulties, and Joe was like, well, I, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he it just, was crazy. He just pulled just, out a sheet well, with questions on it.
3: <laughs> no joke. It was, it was, it's, one of, it's one of my favorite stories now. But uh, <laughs> a year ago, uh, they said, hey, we want you to do a Family Feud panel. Uh, Or I suggested it even, and so I assumed when I suggested it that meant I was gonna host
2: it. Yes, you would think. (laughs)
3: uh, So anyway, I get there with questions written at the ready on physical paper, and and they go, and then a guy comes out in a wacky suit, and he's got, and he says, "Hey, I'm gonna be your host, everybody, and I'm gonna plug this thing, my laptop, into the thing, and then we're gonna try to make it work." And then after like fifteen minutes, he said, "Okay, everybody, I guess the panel is canceled." And I
2: said, "Oh, uh, wait a minute." <laughs> oh, and, the, and it was the um, first actually, panel. <laughs> it was the first panel of the entire convention, and, and so he was just gonna gonna cancel it. <laughs> and I said,
3: "Oh no, you're not, sir! How dare you?" Yeah. And I whipped out the answers, the the, the whole production that I had re- had pre-written, and I said, "Just, just." Let, guys, let me handle this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going to be anywhere in the southeastern United States, you know, make sure you come on out. It's like I said, thirty-seven fifty for the whole weekend, and uh, there's lots and lots of hotels around that are reasonably priced. But it's going to be at the Hyatt Regency Winfrey Hotel in Hoover, Alabama, Friday, oh, nice. Jun- June the twenty first right. through. <laughs> Through Sunday, June the twenty third. So, uh, so come on. I do not know. It's nice. Yeah. It's really nice hotel. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, yeah.
0: It's
3: it's a mm, it's a fancy hotel, yeah. and it's thirty seven fifty. But if you want to Skype yourself in to host a game show, it's zero. Yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> that's my plan. And then for the rest of the weekend, I'll just pay carrying my laptop around like this. <laughs> just carry John around with you john, John's gonna gonna have a virtual presence device as i just walk around the convention <laughs> just, you know, hey, you a tablet around your neck oh yeah i could put you in the stroller John i could just push you around
0: <laughs> today on virtual john <laughs> uh, no, that's cute. <laughs> oh
2: i'm also i'm also i am also I, I'm, I forgot to mention, I'm also uh, conducting a, uh, I'm, I'm moderating a Q&A panel on Friday with a bunch of people that have been on The Walking Dead. So uh, oh, they- Na- Nadine, Marissa, Jason Douglas, and Justin Kusilain, uh, C- they've all acted on the show. Uh, and then S- Savannah Jade Weehunt, she has played a zombie on the show a couple of times, and she's also played zombies on, other things, and she makes a pretty scary zombie if you look her up. She's she, she's she's really young. I think she's a teenager. She looks like a teenager, but she uh, she makes a really scary looking zombie. But <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, let's go ahead and start playing sci fighter So if you're if you're new to the show, this is a game that we play where we take characters from all different kinds of properties and we pit them against one another in a a gla- gladiator. A fantasy football style, uh, bracket. And we actually got introduced to this game by Joe because he plays this a lot at different, uh, conventions and things. And so tonight our game is Cowards and Weaklings.
1: And
2: and I thought it would be fun that if instead of John just uh, coming up with all the combatants, we would all come up with a few, give them to him so he can make sure that we didn't all just have the same, the same list and, uh, and not have any overlap. And uh, with should that, we, go ahead. Should
4: we give a shout out to our, our our missing companion who who put in her list and then couldn't be here tonight? Oh no! Yeah,
0: I was I was going to do that, but yes, feel feel free. <laughs>
2: but you, you have oh, yeah. her. You have her list. I do. Okay, so he has her list um, even though she's not here. So, uh, I'll take it away, John.
0: All right. Um, so. Uh, I received a motley crew From uh, Rick, Joe, Sean and Virginia Who uh, Rick mentioned couldn't make it Tonight um, And you know those list range from Six to eight to ten people And uh, That's too many So <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, So I, I, I Narrowed everyone down to Four I picked four people from everyone's list and, um, uh, matched them up in a way that, uh, I, I think, I think will I think should work out. Mm. Um, we'll do a standard. Do you want to assign to people or just open it up to the group, Sean? I would just say, open
2: it up to the group. Yeah. Right. That's what we, I mean, that's what we end up doing anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair. All right. Uh, so, from Team Rick, uh, Dr. Smith from Lost in Space, the original 60s Lost in Space. And from Team Virginia, C3PO. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I don't think 3PO Rick. has a chance. <laughs> I
0: guess Dr. Smith?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I, I think if, if 3PO were to get physical, he would win.
4: But 3PO, It would never even dawn on 3PO to do it. But I think just the alliterative insults that Smith would throw at the protocol droid would make the battle worth watching right there. <laughs> because I, I don't know if you all know this. I've been, I've been just spending a lot of time just cruising through the backwaters of YouTube and uh, – Couple weeks ago, before all the moving chaos began, uh, I watched a bunch of, of interviews with both Jonathan Harris and Bill Mooney. And yeah. apparently Jonathan all Harris, of the Dr. insults, Man. yeah, uh, all of the insults that John, that Dr. Smith threw at the robot, he, he, he wrote them himself. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, so I, I think just, just for that alone, Neither of them would... It would not come to blows because neither of the You know, 3PO can't and Dr. Smith... his arms are attached to his
2: sides. He can't can't do anything. (laughs) I mean, even even the... Dr. Smith would
0: insult 3PO to death. You know, I think that's... I think... Whoa, 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 I never... He would just (laughs) come into a logic loop.
2: Yeah, his head would just... Something would pop out of the top of his head and (laughs) he... I mean, even the Parker Posey version of Dr. Smith could probably t- <laughs> take three people. Yeah, she, she just hack him. She, yeah. She's
4: no joke. <laughs> I had to specify original because I never got past episode four of the new Lost in Space. It just
2: bored the hell out of me. Oh, uh, you missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Did it finally get better? Yeah, it was great. I was, it- I liked it. I don't know if there's going to be a season two or not, but I liked it.
4: It just took so long for setting up. I finally got tired of waiting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like the one of the
3: daughters was stuck in ice for like, I think, seven episodes.
2: <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. It was not that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that
0: long. But <laughs> uh, huh. First round goes to Dr. Smith. Let's do... Um, from team, I think this is also team Rick Quirk, was it you?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And from team Joe, I think. Yeah, Aunt May. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh,
0: (laughs) Um,
4: Are we talking comic book
2: Aunt May or Marissa Tomei Aunt May? (laughs) Not not hot Aunt May. Oh, We're talking, um... And if you're talking about Aunt May from Spider-Verse, then she was not a coward. See, this is what I'm thinking. I think... You're talking about old lady Aunt May from the Raimi films, and yeah. Aunt, I, think, <laughs>
3: I think the general consensus of Aunt May and 80% of her career is she's a doddering old woman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This so, is an elderly senior citizen Aunt May.
3: Yeah. The, the Marissa Tomei version and the Spider-Verse version are outliers. <laughs> they're, yes. they're used to skew the graph a little bit.
4: <laughs> see, if, it I, was, if it was Marissa Tomei, she'd umock the hell out of Cork well, and see, he'd be done. Here's the thing.
0: I think elderly Art May would do it by accident. She would be trying to grab his ear to like, oh, you like like old ladies do to drag him <laughs> off and like, give him a stern talking to. But, unfortunately, (laughs) it would debilitate him, but in in an unintended manner. That's a very disturbing
4: path to think about. (laughs) She
0: will know what's going
4: on.
3: I feel like Quark – of course, I want to say the the, uh, beloved underdog is going to be Aunt May, but Quark is uh, a – he he's a, he's a wheeler dealer in spite of himself. I think he would accidentally end up with the Parker's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he would he would try to try to con Aunt May and end up with everything, well, uh, which isn't but much. He,
0: but it's, he wouldn't because she's a woman, and he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't occur to him to to go and to do any sort of businessy thing with her.
3: Because he's yes, because he's a chauvinist
0: alien. Exactly, That's right. exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he'd be offended that she's even dressed. Actually,
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the well, the okay. thing is, with a lot of these characters, is that they're, they ha- they have arcs and they start as cowards, and then by the end of their arc, they're not really anymore. And again, Quark went through an arc, and he was much more courageous towards the end of the series than he was in season one. So it just depends on where that where. Where well, uh, he is when they snatch him I,
0: out, and <laughs> I tried to eliminate as many of the art people as I could. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. So, so you have to the 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 but, Quark becoming more season, courageous. Season one, season one, yeah. Yeah.
4: season one. Okay, so before Prime. he met Quirka, before he became the head of the House of Quark on Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Huh. yeah, 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 yeah. I still think Quark wins because yeah. I mean, she's an old. At lady. <laughs> some point, his self-preservation kicks in and. He just, like, <laughs> he just in, down. in the midst of screaming, he knocks her down, her and she down. breaks a hip. They
2: <laughs>
0: run away. Good. <laughs> he just pushes her down. Let me out of here. And he just push, yeah. 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 pushes her down. And Aunt May would just lady. take to her bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: where is Where is Peter? <laughs> <laughs> that's the first 25 years of spider-man comics in a nutshell where is
2: peter i've always wondered about aunt may she is his aunt then they never said great aunt or anything like that but how old were his parents if that was their sister
3: yeah. <laughs> apparently they were late in life babies
2: yeah well
0: you know what
3: aunt may was like 50 i guess
0: i will say my aunt pearl my aunt pearl was my great aunt, but I never called her great aunt. I was called her yeah, aunt. Yeah, there's that. Um, all right. So we're giving that to court. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think so.
4: I'm uh, sorry about my idiot dog. We're we're living in an apartment complex now, and so there's all kinds of noises he's not used to hearing. Yeah. And he's he's back there growling and burping and and, and <laughs> because somebody made a noise outside. <laughs>
0: I didn't even hear it. He's got that good.
4: He was All growling right. at the Thunder this afternoon. He's just a <laughs> yeah. <growling.
2: laughs> the thunder. You stop Thunder. Go away, Thunder.
0: Seymour. <laughs> oh, Seymour from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, good call. Cool. Who, who picked that one? That's Sean. That would be me. Okay. Versus yet another Rick, Les Nessman. Oh, God. W- <laughs> oh, from w- is that WKRP. Is that right? Yeah. Oh gosh! <clears throat> AKA the Turkey Slayer. Yeah, It's <laughs> my, my witness. witness. <laughs> yeah, oh, no wait, that was that was Mr. Carlson who said that. They, they, they were that is, was oh, like, that's right. That's right. Les didn't know about it. It was he it was, was said, watching it from the ground. Oh, <laughs> the <laughs> humanity! Yeah, he was the reporting dropping the like time. wet jet bags of cement <laughs> <laughs> just above the Central City Mall. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, um, I've never 30. seen Les
2: Nessman fight. So I don't no, know. St- I, mean, well, I, I mean this is a pretty even matchup, come to think of it. Because they're both
4: really <laughs> dweeby and they both probably think they can fight, but neither of
2: them really can. Well Seymour be a lot of little
0: dog Seymour I mean,
2: kind of Seymour kinda saved the world. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, sure. the, not the real ending. He didn't. Yeah, well, well, well yeah. okay. no. Now the real the ending number is number the one number that, number. that came out in theaters. That's the real ending oh. because that's the one they released. <laughs> i
0: know at that rap <laughs> 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 Um. Yes, as you said, like you know, most of these characters will have a moment of bravery, or they'll you know screw their whatever to the sticky place. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Le- for
2: yeah, Les Nessman yeah. would just... Les Nesman would just... <laughs> he would put tape down on the floor and just expect Seymour to not come across that because he's in his cubicle. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I
0: think Seymour <laughs> wouldn't come across that. I
2: think yeah, I would, Seymour would, he might respect, he would
0: respect it. <laughs> I think he would respect the line. I think he would sing a song about it. Yeah. yeah. I think... I don't think it would come to physical blows, but I think you're right. I think. I think... In terms of who is the alpha, I think it would be Less because Less will stand up for himself way more than Seymour does.
4: Yeah.
0: Because the only it's, it's only human disrespect.
4: being who would be afraid of lessness.
2: And 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 magically, <laughs> magically in the arena, there would appear a chessboard, and they would have to play chess to decide their to decide their fate.
4: Yeah. Seymour <laughs> would ask if they had any checkers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I mean I don't know which way to go on that I I think it's kind of an even draw.
0: No, I think I think I think that's right because I, I was looking at some of these I'm like I've never seen any of them fight like like there's 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 some matches where I've literally never seen any of them <laughs> like like C three PO no it just doesn't happen so I, I think um, it is incumbent upon us uh, to 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 think of alternate means of competition. Where right. one dominates the other.
4: I have one. I have one. Okay. Um, and and I'm not because he was on my list because I didn't I didn't think beyond just names for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Les would win only because he thinks he's a journalist and he thinks he's a hard bitten, war weary journalist and he really isn't, but he would at least try. And against anyone else, he'd get his ass kicked three times to Sunday. Mm-hmm. But because it's Seymour. He'd land maybe one slap across the nose, and Seymour would get away.
3: (laughs) I I, I like the way you think, sir. I think that because Les takes that one thing so seriously, he's going to dig into the story of this man who is aiding and abetting murderers, or one murderer, (laughs) the kid, the plant. And um, he, he would he would he would bust him. He would bring that man
0: oh, to justice. right. I hope I forgot about the murder thing. Yes. Fair yeah. Point. I mean, Seymour.
2: I, I mean, I know that the plant was eating people, but Seymour actually actually did kill people, didn't he? No. And feed them to the. He m- tried.
4: He was going to, and then he pulled out the gun, and he couldn't do it. And the dentist killed himself with his not with his uh, yeah. nitrous oxide. Yeah. That's right, that's right. <laughs> he,
0: yes. Technically, Seymour didn't kill anybody, but he was <laughs> you know, he led them in. Yeah, <laughs> he led them but into the less would break the that
3: whole thing wide open. <laughs> right.
0: And I also think this is like again, starting the movie, Seymour is like the most low self esteem. Like, there's literally no one in the movie who's not walking all over him. So, I think if they, if there was a physical confrontation, Seymour could win, but he wouldn't believe that he could win, so he could, he wouldn't.
3: Uh, that's go good. Unless a hundred percent believes.
0: Yes. Unless yes. it's all in. <laughs> all right. I'll go with all that. Right. <laughs> all kids right. out
4: there, ask your ask your folks about WKRP in Cincinnati. It's a great show.
2: It really is. <laughs> it's, it's about, it's about this. No, it's it's about about this this thing called a radio station. Not a lot of people <laughs> not a lot of people listen to those anymore. <laughs> and and
4: guys, And some of you ladies, too. Uh, Just Google Bailey Quarters.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone who wants to pause the podcast now, just feel free to pause. All right. Uh, From Team, let's do this. Uh, Oh, okay. From Team Virginia, Reginald Barkley. From uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, ah, almost yeah. on my list. And from Team <clears throat> Sean, the Cowardly Lion from Los <laughs> <Ocean of Oz. laughs>
4: Oh, that's the most think, hilarious non-fight that ever didn't happen.
0: <laughs> well, <so> the, <laughs> thing, the, the thing is, I, would, um... he, his mind would not accept. Like he just, I don't know his. He would, he would be like in the field, like it would just he would snap at <laughs> seeing a anthropomorphic talking lion. Like he just wouldn't know how to handle it. I don't know what his next reaction would be. Yeah, I think eventually he would figure out a scientific way to get rid of the lion, but right. that and and, and he, he just call him some sort of mutant. He, he can rational. Okay, he's a he's an alien or something who looks like a lion. He's a mutant who seems to be covered in yarn. And yeah. The yeah, lion remember, is on the my list. The lion
4: starts off fierce. That's his game. He 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 comes Great. out and he puts on a big threat display and expects the, bad, the the his enemies to run away, which Barkley would.
3: Yeah. That's true. So if we don't get to the point where <laughs> the lion has if and Barkley's not gonna get him to that point, if we're not we don't get to the point where the lion has to admit that he's not the king of the
2: forest! <laughs> <laughs> the thing uh, is, yeah, though, the, yeah, yeah. the, the cowardly lion is not as cowardly as he thinks he is. Because there's several points in the movie where he's the one that jumps
0: up and protects I, I'm Dorothy. Doing, and, no, 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 we're not doing something. We, we have to ignore arcs. At some point, all of these people are brave. Or brave enough. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not ignoring...
2: I'm just saying he's not really a coward. He thinks he's a coward.
0: He but is he afraid, is a coward. But, but everybody is afraid he, of things. He, yeah, he, he is a coward who will not be cowardly if, if, there's, if he's defending someone else or if he's fighting for something he believes in. But this isn't that. This is him. Exactly. This, this is fight this guy.
3: Barkley's not fighting for anybody I
2: think I think I think both of them will be on opposite sides of the arena just cowered in
0: a corner <laughs> yelling at each other not doing anything <laughs> yeah that's what I think. I think we need to like uh this this is my <laughs> like it's like to the pain these rules like <laughs> yeah. whoever, whoever whoever backs down first they don't necessarily have to be incapacitated just who, who's more likely to back down at I, some I point. still
4: say it's Barkley. Barkley's gonna run away
0: uh, yeah. I think you're right. I think I think the I think the lion will put on a a, a loud shore force, mm-hmm. and Barclay will run away and try to. he will try to figure something out, but he will he will run away. And, from and the then, and it,
3: failing that, he will just go to the holodeck for a few months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no lions at all. No, a,
3: he'll make sure of that. No lions, please.
2: There's a, a four foot version of Commander Riker that he can sword fight. I am
4: the goddess of empathy (laughs) (laughs)
0: Mm
4: -mm.
0: Okay So uh, A little behind the scenes here I didn't know how many I was going to choose From each of you And um, So everyone else is Matched up um, Amongst Like your other players So like None of you have like two of the same people in the same fight, Um, except for me, (laughs) (laughs) because I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was going to add any, but I I decided to add four as well. So, um, two of mine: Steve Rogers before he takes the serum Uh, becomes Steve. That's a good call. Scrawny ninety eight pound weakling Steve Rogers versus Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck is that uh, is a
3: classic weakling coward.
0: Yes,
2: yes. He's the, he's the, he's the double threat. He's the but double. He, he, but he thinks he's very brave. I mean,
0: he's loud. So I mean, he knows he's a coward. He's proud of it.
3: He, in <laughs> fact, if I may quote, a uh, Mister Mr. Daffy Duck says says um, I may be a coward, but I'm a greedy little coward. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know what? I think that's. Yeah, like his the biggest thing going for him is he's kind of insane. Kind of? But well yeah. Well Daffy's not
1: He's
0: just, he's just Daffy. But Steve Rogers would not back down from the fight at all. Like he Steve would Steve Rogers he, would kick Daffy's ass. He was he would
2: boop his ass. Well he was a soldier already. I mean he was a super soldier, but he was a sol- wasn't he he was in the army, right?
0: Technically, yeah, briefly, yeah.
3: He, he jumped on the grenade in the. Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, he, he, made, remember, he, he got it. He, yes.
0: I'm having no physical capacity to be in the army, he was allowed in. I mean, That—that that was, was the
3: thing. He's still heart. Captain America, even though he's the ninety-eight pound weakling. So.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it to the him. You know what it is? Daffy is indestructible. Steve will knock his beak off. It'll <laughs> and spin around.
0: Crumple him up. It'll yeah. <laughs> And pull and it off, and will still be talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but he's indestructible. But he will be like, he'll get the Tweety birds around his head, mm-hmm. and and he'll he'll pass out. Unless I'm just Steve picturing Steve Rogers
4: with a giant hammer, that. Yeah.
0: Unless he has an eraser, maybe yes. he's just erasing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Steve wouldn't do that. Oh, even if he had no, no that's
3: that's dirty pool. That's, I, he <laughs> wouldn't do that. that's
0: cheating. And then they might be too close to killing. It's like, does I, do I kill him if I do this? He wouldn't risk it. he
2: wouldn't risk it. Do like the, it like they always did in did uh, in those You know, they had the Looney Tunes uh, cartoons where they would play around with uh, drawing him and erasing him and stuff like that. And uh, sure. and at the end, they would erase everything but his beak, and his beak was just silly yeah. sitting there. But he can't do anything because it's just a mouth.
0: Right. But Steve wouldn't know that. He doesn't know cartoon <laughs> cartoons.
2: No, yeah. no. Huh. It was the '40s. They had cartoons in the '40s. That's
1: all
0: they had. Yes, they had cartoons. Like cartoons but they were in your your, front of you. Yes, James. if a cartoon character was in front of you and you had some turpentine, if I <laughs> I would be thinking if I threw the turpentine, I would kill this guy. I'm not going to do that yes. unless I wanted him dead. That's the dip. Yeah. That's the dip. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. I still think Steve Rogers takes it. I I think
0: agree, so. I yeah, I agree with that um, Okay This is interesting uh, Team Virginia Theon Greyjoy no, From okay. Game yeah. <laughs> And from Team Sean uh, Bastion From The NeverEnding Story I have wow. no idea about either of those characters So That is a... That- <laughs> Deep. A pool. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Theon Greyjoy is kind of a coward. I mean, he's an asshole, really. More than now, he does else. know how to fight. He, I mean, he's... he does know how to fight, but uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Bastion has the power of wishes, does he not? Well, at exactly. the end. At the end, he does. That's,
2: that's what I'm asking. Does, does he... But Bastion is a normal boy, but on the inside, he's a Atreyu. And a Atreyu is a warrior. But he doesn't know that. For Wait. most... Well, like, if, he, if he's got the wishes, then that's the end of the movie. Then he knows <laughs> him and Atreyu are kind of the same guy. Well, kind of. Kind of. I mean, he's supposed to be... a Atreyu is like the story version of Bastion. It's supposed to be his... Avatar. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest.
0: I was always confused by that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I thought that that was the case, and then he flies over him, and he waves high. And I'm like, so, I okay, I thought you were the same. You're not the same guy because you're, you're looking down at him. And then he flies into the real world. I just... I have so, a lot
3: of questions about that movie. That's a whole different podcast.
2: This is like true confession time. I I, I can't um, believe I we've been doing understand. we've been doing this podcast for like four years and we've net and never ending story has never come up before. And it was like one of my favorite
3: movies. has that not happened? Yeah,
0: you? it's come up. It just hasn't. We haven't dealt with it. <laughs> Should have put it in, in the in the mind f episodes.
2: Now he okay. So he does have the power of wishes. Does he? I mean, if he ha, if he has the power of wishes, he can do whatever. Because I mean, he can bring in Falcor, and he can just which that would scare so Theon enough. Theon would just cower and. There's a There's a <laughs> it's a dragon! It's a
0: dragon!
2: It's a giant puppy dog! It's a giant pink puppy dog! <laughs> I don't want to give
3: Theon Joy a win ever. It's yeah. kind of <laughs> so. So I want to go. I want to go with Bastion.
0: Oh, I thought there was a butt coming. That was it? <laughs> uh,
3: no, no, I'm just... Yeah, all
0: right. Come on, Theon.
3: Ugh.
2: Uh, Bastion. Yeah, I give it to Bastion. What do you <laughs> All right. It looks like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's an upside
3: to Bastion's life. Theon's got nothing.
4: The only thing I know about Theon Greyjoy is he got his, his wee willy-winky lopped off. Yeah. Also true. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that would end Never Ending Story Part Two.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the Never Beginning Story.
2: <laughs> Could I have one of those wishes please? That was know. the one yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Brandis played Bastion in the in, in Never Ending Story Part Two. Fun fact. <laughs> oh, from
0: Sequest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> don't get started <laughs> on I, I mean, hey, here's,
2: the, here's the funny thing. I thought that John was saying that because he knew Rick was going to say something when the word sequest came up. And on my screen, Rick is right above John, and John kind of looked up when. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> great, like, oh god. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right.
0: From Team Joe. uh Oh. Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> Versus from Team Rick, Gaius Baltar from uh, Battle. No, not Battle um, Battlestar Galactica. The new Battlestar Galactica. The new Battlestar Galactica. Have you, no,
2: you've, you've, you guys have seen Gaius, right? Yeah. I've seen like three episodes of Battlestar. So. Dude. I think you would really like Dude. it. Oh, I, 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 I did like it I just you know I had other things I had editing to do and and all that and I just and <laughs> then went you back got, yet, so. um,
3: you've got like three good years of misery ahead of you <laughs> <laughs> and I mean I mean the characters are miserable and the things yeah. that happen to them are miserable
0: yeah and there's a season there where it kind of takes a lull in, in terms of like the plot and the momentum but uh it, it, it ends. It ends strong, but that's not why we're here today. Yes, <laughs> I think, awesome.
3: think that I, I, I now, now Baltar was hoodwinked by number six, number six because six, she's yeah. pretty.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: If how does that translate into food? Because sh- a Shaggy <laughs> is a master of disguise. <laughs> Could he disguise himself so attractively that he manages to hornswoggle Baltar into defeat? I'm
0: going to say no, only because he would have to shave. He'd have to get rid of his little uh, 60s (laughs) soul patch, and he would never. (laughs) He will never part with the stubble. It would grow back by the next episode. So.
4: The thing about Baltar in the new Battlestar Galactica that I was impressed with was, you know, the original Baltar, who was John Kolikos, who, you know, just watching him chew scenery is always a joy. Um, but the original Baltar was just evil. He just totally sold out humanity because he was evil. Gaius in the new Battlestar Galactica, he wasn't evil. He was just supremely selfish. Yes. And I'm not sure how that would go up against Shaggy, because Shaggy well yes, he's, you know, total stoner dude, but he was he was not selfish in the least.
0: Um No, and he and while he is, of course, famously a coward, he does keep going into haunted houses to fight monsters. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, like it it it's ever like stops yeah. him. He's like,
3: He like just lets everybody know, look. I'm terrified, but then he does it anyway.
4: Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's got to go to Shaggy, even though Baltar's on my team. I got to say, Shaggy, I think if pushed into a corner, we'll fight back, and Baltar will run the hell away.
3: Shaggy's still going to come up with some contraption. <laughs> well, that's no, that's Fred. Fred, who Fred does all that, that is that, Fred. Yeah. Oh, oh, I stand corrected, yes. Shaggy's going to be uh, – he'll, he'll, he'll um, hide inside a, a suit of armor.
0: <laughs> yes
3: what and, he does, the painting.
0: He does and Scooby little, will be
2: in there with him he does a little <laughs> bit of
0: the uh, cartoon reality bending so he'll open this door and he'll go through and he'll come out this other door yeah yeah.
2: the and one thing I've never, never really understood is as many haunted houses as Shaggy and Scooby have gone into there was never any ghosts in any of them so why are you still scared to go in
3: there? <laughs> After like eighty seven haunted houses. Maybe they thought the next
4: one's gonna be the one. Yeah. Right. I can I can explain that actually, okay? <clears throat> I am I am like this close to being an atheist, okay? I am I'm agnostic to the point of I, I you know, it would take extraordinary proof for me to believe in anything beyond this world. But when I'm working in my theater at 1130 at night and i'm the only one there and i'm working on the lights and i've got to climb up into the catwalks to fix something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the theater's making creepy noises and four o'clock in the afternoon me knows there's no ghosts in that place but 1130 at night me <laughs> is climbing up the ladder going this is going to be the worst time to find out i'm wrong about this <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, so we're giving that to Shaggy.
2: But that was. The, did you guys ever watch the? Uh, you know, they did a, a Scooby Doo crossover with Supernatural. Where uh, yeah, the, I saw it. the guys from Supernatural. And I haven't seen it yet, and yeah. I'm
3: so excited. I have not seen. It was,
2: it was yet. good. Oh, it was. Yeah, it has Been like a year, but.
3: Um, I know. I'm. I'm
2: an idiot. They get. Uh, you know, they get pulled in and everything, and well that's one of the big things is they find out the 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 kids from Scooby Doo find out that well, ghosts and things are real, and it freaks them out. <laughs> <laughs> is it, you mean the real oh my god and they're just running around screaming <laughs> is, is, is Is Velma in it yeah so I have to watch it <laughs> it's a good episode it, I, I had not seen Supernatural for several years before that but I watched that one and I enjoyed it
4: so. I, I used to, my wife back in where we lived before the last house we lived in um our computers were in the living room, mm-hmm. and so my wife would watch a lot of shows that I didn't really care about, but I would watch them over her shoulder. Supernatural and Heroes, and, and but you know Supernatural was like one of the big ones, and so I know more about the show than I should because I don't watch it, but I watched I you know kind of by yes, osmosis, osmosis picked up right. a lot of it, and it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just show. wasn't good enough for me to, to pursue it all of the time.
2: 14 but, seasons
4: like, worth of well, material. Yeah, yeah. especially because it was supposed to end in season five, and then it was so doing so well they kept it going. Yeah. Because like, the team this, went to
0: this, hell or something. And this season is the last season. It's so. the whole thing. Yeah, this is actually the last last season. All right. From Team Joe. Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> <of> Dixie
1: <Dix-Pazard. laughs>
0: And from Team Virginia, uh, Cyril Figus from Archer. Oh, God. I don't know, I don't know Archer very well.
4: So. Oh, that would be hilarious. That's a good patch.
1: Because
4: they both think they know kung fu and shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That would be funnier than the Seymour uh, Les Nesquits fight. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna go Moscow go just because you know, I don't know anything about. I don't really watch Ar- Archer, so
4: that's another one you really need to watch.
2: I mean, yeah, I've seen it. it. I've seen it. I just I haven't watched oh. more than I think. I more than the first season. I don't remember m- most of the character names other than Archer. it kind of gets, gets better. Watch.
4: If the first season didn't catch you, then yeah, it's not your show.
0: Yeah. I ha- I haven't seen Dukes of Hazard, in I don't know how many decades. So I'm, I'm tangentially know both of these characters. I'm familiar-ish with them, but um, I, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll defer to.
4: Same here. I, I Roscoe's an idiot,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the, so he's so the, he's the, the sheriff, sheriff, but he does
0: Cyril
4: everything. Is both him. Him. Cyril is smart. Cyril at least can can use guns and.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: Cyril. <laughs> <Cyril's fire>. <laughs> Cyril hates himself and everyone. Yeah. But but he he also is like like Very he's competent. He's competent in spite of everyone else and himself. Yeah. He's, he's competent.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I, Roscoe really Roscoe not so much.
4: Yeah. yeah, I think Cyril would win. Yeah. Sorry. Right. And Roscoe would be utterly baffled by the fact that he didn't win.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, no idea. No
0: idea. Um, alright. From team... Alright, yeah. From team me and team me. (laughs) Uh, Gonzo from the Muppets. (laughs) (laughs) Versus Arthur from the Tick.
2: Oh! Uh Uh
0: Um... Oh wow! I mean, that's both. A, both a, I, I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, original cartoon Arthur Tick.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Both of them are characters that, while not very
2: heroic, really try to be heroic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I would say, they, I would they, say they
3: Yeah.
2: Now, does Gonzo have his chicken with him? What's her name? Camilla. Camilla. I'm not sure. Camilla that's... the chicken. <laughs> like
4: I want to <laughs> say Arthur only because Gonzo's a puppet
0: <laughs> Arthur's a cartoon character <laughs> You know I'm thinking I'm imagining now In the Muppet movie Gonzo's not a puppet
4: Well true. true But on
3: prime Gonzo time which would be the Muppet show he's a Muppet he's a puppet So
0: I think, well, you know, we are we are presuming that he will have um, his lower extremities. This is not... <laughs> <laughs> There's not somebody running around underneath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those, 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 yeah, He's full flesh Gon- Gonzo.
4: Uh, I, I still think you know, Gon- Gonzo's a lover, not a fighter. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> yes. Whereas Arthur is...
0: Just barely, come <laughs> barely a fighter. Here's what I think. I think. Here's what I think would happen. I think Arthur would use his one move, which is flying. Yeah. And um, Gonzo would reach up. He would pick up Gonzo and just kind of flutter up high and then drop him. And then feel really bad, bad about it, or even really hurt him. <laughs> but in the next scene, he would be in an arm and a leg cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah let's get that one too Arthur uh, right all right and last spot uh team Sean George McFly 50s nerd
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus team Joe Xander Harris Oh from Man. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Okay,
2: George.
0: Well, Xander is is, is like the reincarnation of George. <laughs> yeah, it
1: really
2: so, is. I don't think. But the thing is, I don't see how you can use either one of them without using their arcs. <laughs> because George's arc ends up pretty
3: good, but mostly George is he's he's is ineffectual be,
0: at best. Yes, George before he throws the punch, and Xander. In season one, <laughs> season one, possibly season
3: two. He's not. I mean, is, he's not. Xander's arc is bad. Xander just. <laughs> he, <laughs> Xander's arc treats him terribly, and That's I. am...
4: True. Xander's the damsel in distress of Buffy. He really yes. is. But he he, and he also Giles, is like, another one
0: who he thinks he's more badass than he is. Yeah. Whereas George doesn't. See, I would disagree. I don't think Xander thinks he's badass. I think that he he draws his strength from Buffy. He he like literally. He says like, well, "What would Buffy do?" And that's and then he 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 fakes it. He fakes his confidence to do whatever needs to be done.
3: Yeah, it's enough yeah, to beat yeah.
0: George McFly. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: really, anything is enough. Yeah, be, uh...
0: fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I
3: got yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to give Xander any kind of win because I dislike him tr- strenuously.
0: <laughs> I love me some Xander.
3: See?
2: I don't know. If, if Xander just goes in there acting like a tough guy, then George is going to cower down just like he did with Biff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because Z- Xander will, will it, give it, him
0: <laughs> a speech like, look, I don't want to fight you. I really don't. But I will. And George Walt, <laughs> yeah and yeah. that
3: that is true because Xander will fight, he will. just and, and but it, and it's not really so much part of his arc that he successfully fights to some extent. that's just early Xander he just gets in there and just does whatever, yeah, so yeah, I guess uh, uh, yeah that that's not really an arc situation that's just well, we all have to fight vampires, so Xander has to come along too. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I guess uh I guess Xander Xander has to win this one.
2: <laughs> yeah, and if he's not if he's not trying to do anything to Lorraine, then George isn't gonna
3: And <laughs> even then
1: he won't play.
2: Uh anyway. Well until All he right. knocked him out
0: in the at the end. Yeah, but well, he walked Okay. <laughs> I should just make a list of other shows we need to have based on this stuff. <laughs> All right. Round two. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> I almost said it. <laughs> uh second tier. Um Dr. Smith from Lost in Space versus Quark. Ooh. This would be the shadiest, most yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slimy underhanded think, youth car salesman fighters.
2: Yeah, the, the the Quark's weakness is that he is Shady and slimy, but he has some good in him. So, and Doctor Smith doesn't. <laughs> but I think I think
4: Cork can fight. Yeah, Doctor Smith is useless once you get past his his uh, his verbal skills, and Cork isn't going
0: to gonna be that that intimidated. Cork like uh, yeah, because Doctor Smith is going to have, and Doctor Smith would just lie. Dr. Smith's going to
3: have some good material about Quark's appearance. He's going to be <laughs> able to improv the heck out of some of that stuff. But Quark knows what he looks like, and yeah, he thinks he he's a handsome devil, so it's not going to affect him.
4: Yeah. Like, whereas Dr. Smith could talk Threepio into into exploding. Mm-hmm. He's not going to talk Quark down.
0: No. Yeah, Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Can't get on a con, man. Yeah. We, we're giving this to Quark? Yeah. yeah. Quark without Smith. Smith. Quark.
4: It's oh. <laughs>
0: quark. Quark. All right. Cowardly Lion versus Les Nessman. Uh, Les is not going to be
4: intimidated by the threat by by the the threat display.
2: Yeah, I I I, I don't think Cowardly Lion would uh, like you said before. If he doesn't have somebody to protect, then he's not going to come out of his shell. He made, he made Les of...
3: Nessman's going to end up winning this whole thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, look back on some of our winners. I mean... a <laughs> hey, Tribbles beat Ewoks, didn't they? <laughs> yes, I believe they did. We did an Easter episode, and the devil won the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. It was Lucifer from Lucifer.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I, say, I, I don't believe I was a part of that, but like, yeah, actually, I think I was. I think you were, though, yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I, I wasn't, but I liked the sound of that. <laughs> it was it was terrific.
2: I think right. that um um the cowardly lion might sing a song to him about how brave he is, but Definitely ultimately they just they would be friends. But they might end up the misunderstood and
0: unappreciated. <laughs>
2: Les Nesman would want to do a series of stories about this talking lion. Yes.
0: <laughs> and the lion would just be happy that someone wanted to talk to him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but even breaking that, news, was,
3: apparently, she could have gone home at any time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: so we're giving. Let's give it that to Les because even if he interviews the lion, I would still say that. He was, he was the dominant voice in that situation. Yeah, yeah he won. Oh, Alright. all right. Now we're talking. Steve Rogers pre-formula versus Arthur from The Tick. Man. Steve.
4: Steve kicks Arthur's ass. Uh, yeah. uh, why?
0: Arthur has gadgets, right? He has gadgets. He's, like, he's got gadgets, but even beyond that, I would say he fights as well as Steve Rogers does, and he wouldn't back down. If he thinks that Steve's a bad guy, or but, if he does fight him. But Arthur. But in an Arthur doesn't. physical fight, I think Arthur would beat Steve Rogers. Steve knows tactics, because that's not
4: something the serum gave him.
0: Okay. So, all right, so we're talking enrolled in Army Steve or fighting yeah. the alley no, Steve? No, enrolled, enrolled,
3: enrolled in Army no, Steve.
0: This is
3: New York kid who grew up hard. <laughs> Grew up in the bu- in the gr in the ghetto. Is yeah,
4: there a- he, yes? He's a skinny little guy, but he he's scrappy, crap. Whereas yeah. Arthur's an accountant in a bunny suit <laughs> in a moss suit. Well, not scrappy, <laughs> but also from New York. <laughs> Actually,
3: yeah, you got to take out the New York thing because they're both from New York. Uh, I, I still
4: I still think Steve wins
0: over Arthur.
3: Ah, uh, yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, yeah cuz even if he tried like the the pick him up and drop him thing he would Steve would like he'd just clamp on him and, or, and say we're both yeah, going window. Yeah, he'd, <laughs> he'd punch him <laughs> up. Him. give it to Steve Rogers. Shocking Steve Rogers earns a fight
3: Steve, Steve would, Steve would say, "I can do this all day," and Arthur says, "I cannot.
0: <laughs> I would like to be done by noon." So, my sister's
4: car back to her. <laughs> I, I, I,
3: I could just to be just to be clear. I cannot do this all day.
0: I need to watch that, that last season. By the way, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, um, all right.
4: I gave up after six episodes. It just wasn't working for me.
0: I, I enjoyed it.
4: Xander Which Harris.
3: Naked man.
0: That was that was good. Always <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's a good time. Uh, Xander Harris versus Bastion from Neverending Story. Now, if this is just the two of them in a fight, I think I'm going to give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will punch Xander the beating
3: up on a child.
2: Well, I mean... Which Xander would do. Yes. Bastion, Bastion won the last round by using a wish. So he still has infinite wishes. Why can't he just wish for Treyu to come fight for him or something like that?
0: Who did I have him against the first fight? Uh, I don't remember. But he won. It was the, uh, the guy from Game of Thrones. Well, I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I gave him a wish because Theon's Greyjoy is, is, like a, is, is an actual warrior. I I, I feel like he I we had to handicap him. I don't know let me, if gets, let me, I, can know I if just say,
4: to, if you give any of these characters supernatural powers, they win over everybody. <laughs> true, true. Uh now no, okay. Now granted, I have not ever sat through the entirety of the never ending story. Not for not trying, but it's just a painfully boring movie. Um to if you're not six. Which I was not when it came out. So. <laughs> um, does Bastion no, have the power of wishes, or does it betray
2: you? No, Bastion. Bastion, Bastion is given. Bastion, he's uh, at the end of the movie. Given a, he's given a grain of sand, which is the last remaining piece of Eternia. Is it Eternia or whatever the name Fantasia. of their? Email? Yeah, Fantasia. Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. So he's given. yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fantasia is Mickey Mouse, anyway. But uh, he was in fact, the Master of the Universe. so he's got I just
4: remember a big rock eating Muppet thing now he's got a grain of
2: sand, which is the last piece of that world, and it is it gives him the power of infinite wishes, and he uses the wishes to bring Fantasia and all the people that live in it back to life.
4: But does he use the wish? can he use are, are they any kind of wishes or yeah, are it's they, just like, infinite specific? wishes
0: He can wish
2: for it's, anything.
4: Seeing, so he seeing, doesn't wish himself a Cadillac and,
0: and uh No, he does wish to ride on a dragon, but the dragon is it's a previous character. We're all familiar with the dragon. Yeah. I I feel like Bastion and you gotta tell me what you think. I I don't feel like he should get a wish in this fight. Because uh, who's gonna stop his wish know <laughs> it. Mean, if he if he either he I feel like I feel like he should get a wish in the first fight, but not in this fight. If you want to be consistent, either Theon Greyjoy just kills this boy. <laughs> 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 he will do. He will do. He do it in the in the show. Um, oh, and and Theon needs to be versus Xander, which would also be hilarious. Um, or Bash should just keep. If, if, I I, if, I think he. I w- I want wish first fight, no wish this fight. That's my vote. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that's that.
0: fine. I don't know how you get the
2: the thing away from him because he can just wish for you to go away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he was he was handicapped. He was handicapped by the uh, whatever entity, the, the 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 prime game arena master.
3: And I think we we I think we are i already know my winner if it's Xander versus Theon, so
4: yeah, well, check me on this, but we've run into this problem on just about every game of this where some character has something that's so powerful that they could win every single fight if we don't take it away from them.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we usually, we usually tell everyone that they come in without anything, you know they yeah, but and if
4: his wish powers come from an external thing.
0: Because we've always said, you it know, did. it's like and, Thunderdome,
4: and, they just have what weapons are in there.
0: And actually, you know what else? We also said we're not considering arcs, and that's literally the last part of his arc, is he gets that wish power.
2: Okay, yeah. so well, Theon. So you take that out. So, if you take that out, then Theon won that original fight, so it's Theon right. versus Xander. Well, let's go back Market. to it. Okay, so I so, think so I Theon, versus yeah. okay, Theon versus Xander. Poor <laughs> Bastion.
3: Theon versus Xander.
2: He's laying in a bloody heap somewhere.
3: Theon was... Theon was... Literally castrated, while Xander is just emotionally
4: castrated. <laughs> you know, let me ask. Let me ask a question, because I didn't. You know, I didn't watch Game of Thrones past season two, so I don't know much about Theon. Does he even qualify for this group? Is he a he, coward
0: or a weakling? Not really. But so so that's what I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking now. Uh, what you said exactly was. Theon Greyjoy slash Reek. And I would say those are almost two different characters. Reek is just the traumatized shell of a human
3: Yeah, now see, yeah.
0: So so Theon is a tool but he's a fighter. Because yeah, that's how, you know,
4: Pretty much any character from Game of Thrones is more badass than anyone on this list.
0: <laughs> Pets, children, yes. <laughs> uh...
4: So I think I think we need to throw three on out of the out of the out of the running.
2: Which means Bastion because... was there by himself, so he wins by default. So it is Bastion versus Xander.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. Or
2: he go back and read. He wants to
0: rewrite history. I, I don't actually, but we could. I have I have an alternate. Do you guys even want to pursue that route, or do you want to just just throw it to Bastion? I'm fine. Alternate. Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <I love it.
2: laughs> yes. Well, he's
0: just as cutthroat as uh, as anybody else.
2: Huh? Um, yes,
0: but he's, but oh, he's, he's really not confident. Right. Hey. Right. All right. So if we're well, if you're putting him
2: against Bastion, then it's just good versus evil. <laughs> I <mean.
4: laughs> but I think I think saying Nedry is evil is giving him way more credit than he's doing. <laughs> I think he's, evil. I think he's just
0: greedy. I think it's I, I would say selfless versus greedy. If you want to, if you want to yeah. uh, uh-huh. uh. But.
3: Nedry is Nedry, and then this is just a child whom Nedry would try to take advantage of and probably succeed.
0: All right. So, uh, based based on our um, alternate timeline, Dennis Nedry versus Xander. Xander. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Xander.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, uh, we never Nedry saw would
3: hurt his feelings.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Never, Nedry would make Xander feel bad.
2: We never but, saw that Nedry could fight at all, you know. So, and we've at least seen Xander fight a
0: few times. Yeah, so, hit him with a skateboard or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Actually, what he would do would be like, "Hey, look, a dinosaur." <laughs> and then he would turn around and and be terrified and then he would hit him in the back of the head with a skateboard <laughs> <laughs> I like it I like it uh, alright Shaggy from Scooby Doo versus Cyril from Archer
4: Cyril because he has no scruples
3: and yes yes agreed
4: I'll go with that because I don't no that character he he, so. <laughs> he 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 would totally kill a stone dude
0: who was totally <laughs> inoffensive
3: without <laughs> considering without
0: yeah hundred percent He would almost feel bad about it for a second I was like hey I had no choice sorry
3: yeah I'm good
0: and and I was all He would only big, feel bad about it if Lana gave him shit about it which is <laughs> <laughs>
4: Which she would. Briefly. Briefly. You killed Shaggy! What the hell is wrong with you? What are you
0: doing? <laughs> Listen to me! Lana! <laughs> Alright. Uh, so now we're uneven in the pairings. Let's do... Quark huh. versus Steve Rogers.
3: Steve Rogers. Steve, ah. yeah. yeah. The dog agrees. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, the that that's dog versus cat that's happening right now. That's why that <laughs> is. Wait. cat dog. Why? Yeah, because Quark the, is... the cat is just harassing him, right? Just harassing the dog. <laughs> because because he knows that the dog will get in trouble if he attacks the cat, so the, the cat's just messing with her.
4: <laughs> I'm so glad your dog gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> My dog just has not figured out that our 14 year old cat does not want to play. <laughs> <laughs> and she hates his very existence and begrudges him every breath he takes. <laughs> Alright. Um, I think, you know, Cork's main attack, if you will, is intimidation and, and or, uh, outsmarting and neither, was, neither of those is going to work on Steve Rogers no matter how scrawny he is
0: yeah and he, he's also incorruptible so we couldn't even bribe him to, to exactly. throw it right.
4: yeah oh but man think, Quirk, Quirk has met his match in, in Steve
0: Quirk, Rogers Quirk would be so annoyed by Steve Rogers he's so honest and honorable <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it would drive Quirk crazy
4: that would be Quirk's worst, worst nightmare is just locked in a room with Steve Rogers <laughs>
2: Oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I'd go with, I, I think Steve Rogers, I would go with that.
0: Okay, that's done, that's done.
2: Um, what? No, not, not Captain America. We're talking about Steve Rogers before he was hot and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife is over there nodding, yeah, Steve Rogers. <laughs> America's ass. Yeah, America's ass. <laughs> America's ass. <laughs> Big thumbs uh,
0: up. <laughs> let's do... Oh, yeah, okay. Arthur's already out of it. So let's do... Ooh, okay, Xander Harris versus Les Nesman. <laughs> it's happening.
2: It's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! <laughs> this is really happening. I don't. I would.
0: That's tough. I want I to give it. To, I, I would give it to Xander because Xander will because fight. I don't think Ness Ness like would fight pretty. back. Yeah. If they got physical at all, Xander would take him. But I, well, they would both trip and fall and knock themselves out. That, that's the thing. It's which one of them gets lucky is the question. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I wish I had a 20 sided die to roll right now because that's about as, as,
2: how it would be. I
0: would, I would give it to Xander. I think, I think they'll right. both knock themselves unconscious and Xander will wake up
2: first. Well, I think, yeah, I think for a while Xander is just going to be dumbfounded just listening to him talk and telling him, <laughs> telling him not to cross, cross this line of tape on the floor and, you know, things like no. that. But. And
3: Les is going to try to report on the whole vampire situation in Sunnydale, and nobody's going to believe it. Did you get into Johnny Fever stuff, Les? Serious? Put it
0: on your feet.
4: I'm sorry, my dog was just asking to go out. He just went out like five minutes before we started, so he cannot possibly have to go.
2: (laughs) If your dog actually asked to go out, then you need to record that because that's worth some money. in his way right. can, I go out? And Rick, can I go out by
3: in his way you mean in English where only you can hear it
0: yeah <laughs> that's, that's a bad precedent for that my dog pees
4: more than five pregnant women who are on a juice diet
3: <laughs> that's, that's just science
4: that's just science
0: Alright. Uh, no Xander to this? Yeah. I th- I, think,
4: I think I think alright. Nah. I think that's takes it, but huh? Why? Because Xander is a total f up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, Les at least is
0: semi-competent. But <laughs> is semi competent? <laughs>
4: Oh, <laughs> if you, folks, if you're not watching the video of this, you need to go to YouTube and watch right. it, because what just happened on John's face was priceless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I just want to say, both animals are fine. <laughs>
2: no animals are no, harmed in, make- <laughs> in the making of Cosmic Santa. <laughs> <But>
4: the staircase <laughs> is in ruin. <laughs>
2: The flowers are still standing. <laughs>
0: oh boy. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I think Nesman is competent at his job, but if it's a fight between the two of them, Xander wins.
4: Yeah, Xander wins. It's,
0: even if, yeah. All right,
4: First, I won't. I won't. I won't fight y'all. I I, I don't disagree. I just. He's always got a band-aid on his
0: forehead,
2: so you know put a band-aid on the other side. There you
4: go. This episode of
3: this podcast are the contains the most times I've said anything complimentary about Xander. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: whatever. So part, part of my problem is the actor that plays Xander
2: is an asshole too, so uh,
1: separate is- sometimes.
2: He played a rapist on uh, Law & Order SVU uh, maybe more than once. I'm not, <laughs> maybe more
0: than once. Yes, <laughs> he was a recurring character.
3: During Xander as himself. All
0: right, and so let's do... So Roger's Xander left standing.
4: Uh... Okay, that would be with it just because to, to watch Steve
0: Rogers kick Xander's ass. Well, no, no, no. we've still got Cyril. I'm trying to decide who to map him up let All right, well, let's, let's do Cyril versus Xander at this point. Ooh. Hmm.
4: That's a good
2: air going Yeah. I got nothing. Oh, was, oh, let's,
4: let's, they're let's, both let's, equally skeevy. Oh, wow. Um,
3: Cyril is basically, Cyril is like the, the guy you get to before the big bad on each season of Buffy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cyril, Cyril. is and Cyril is amoral, and Cyril is kind of like yeah, like the, you're right, like the lieutenant, like the 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 second the, the almost big boss.
4: Yeah, I think Cyril takes it just because he he really he he's he's a jerk, and he. He thinks he's better than he is, but he's also
0: he is actually a better spy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is an actual competent. Yeah, at his job. Yeah.
0: All right. Final match. This is, this is good. This is I feel like they earned it. Steve Rogers, weakling Steve Rogers, versus coward Cyril.
2: I said Steve Rogers because yeah, he's a weakling, but he's not a coward.
0: And uh, that gives smarter. him smarter. Uh, yeah, he is. He's smarter. He's yeah, smarter than Cyril. And he has had some training.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I got to give it to Steve. I guess I, I don't think he's going to come out of it without.
0: What? <laughs> he will be in traction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. At the end of this uh, gauntlet. Uh, I guess they both will.
2: <laughs> yeah. But... No. And as a reward, we give him super serum.
0: <laughs> Yes, and he can become Captain America. Turns out everything special about Steve Rogers didn't come from a bottle. And then Cyril goes,
3: "What? I didn't know if you won, you got super serum."
2: <laughs> you I would have tried so... harder. Okay, yeah. so Steve Rogers wins the wins side fighters for this episode. America. Even without powers, yeah. he still America's wins. ass won again. <laughs> <laughs> who, who who was who who brought in? Steve? was that
0: Virginia? That was me. That was you. Okay. It was a good pull. It was a good pull. Yeah. We have about... Sure coincidence. <laughs> we have
2: about 10 minutes from the time that we usually stop uh, the show, so I wanted to take a minute. And I know Rick and John have both seen a couple movies over the last few days that I haven't yeah. seen. So, And, uh, Joe, I don't know if you've seen them or not, but I wanted to let you guys kind of give a spoiler-free... Review of Dark Phoenix, and I know Rick, you saw Godzilla. I don't know if John did. I did. I did indeed. So you want to do Godzilla first, and then I'll let you both of you guys talk about Dark Phoenix. Joe, have you seen either one of them? Actually, I haven't haven't.
0: haven't seen either one.
2: Oh, you haven't seen? I thought you. I thought I saw on Facebook that you saw uh, Dark Phoenix.
0: Okay, well I'll let Rick talk about both of them. (laughs) Okay, you might have heard. me say I've heard bad things about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, possibly.
4: I, I I can talk about both without spoiling um okay let's do dark phoenix first everything you've heard about the movie is true it's terrible uh i I, okay I, i don't need to go into the story to tell you why it's terrible because the story isn't really a problem the problem with the movie is you remember how in the star wars prequel trilogy they had really good actors who sucked
0: you yeah, it, you know, I do recall that. Natalie
4: yes. Portman can do better than that, and uh, Liam Neeson can do better than that. It's a, you know, you just go down the list, and it it all the 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 bottom line came down to George Lucas just doesn't know how to direct people, and so with Lucas at the helm, uh, you get shitty performances. And I, you know, I don't know who directed. Uh, I I forget the name of the person who directed uh, Dark Phoenix, but I think Kimber, that one, yeah, I know everybody in that movie can do a better job than they did in that in that movie. It really felt like nobody wanted to be there. Nobody gave a shit about what they were doing. Nobody believed in the material. I can definitely tell you that Jennifer Lawrence and um,
2: uh, Michael Fassbender.
4: Fassbender did not want to be there. and you can Oh, see
2: Jennifer Lawrence, has a, she hasn't wanted, wanted to be there since the first one was over. Oh,
4: yeah, she, she was so dumb to play Mystique. That was you know the the i was was in hunger games (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and i don't blame her she didn't you know she didn't want to deal with the the makeup anymore and and like you know she never is mystique for more than the neck up in the movie um but uh it's just it's flat it's boring it's linear there isn't a twist in the movie there isn't a scene you don't see coming um I mean, I I will I will grant you this much: it's better than Last Stand. The last time they tried to do this story,
3: (laughs) oh Uh, oh, that's not a
4: very high bar. Uh, And I went into this movie with no expectations. I don't care about the X Men. I've never been an X Men fan. My wife is the big X Men fan. You know that's the reason we saw this movie in the cinema was that you know she the Dark Phoenix saga is her favorite. Story out of all of, of the X-Men and all of the comics. And so there was no way we weren't going to see this. And even she was meh. She didn't hate it, but she didn't like it. It wasn't great. Um, if you are, you know, this is one of those things like, if you're going to see it, you're going to see it. You know, if you're an X-Men fan, you're going to see this movie, whether, you know, no matter what I say. Um, I've never really clicked with this younger cast. Um, and even less so in this. I, I just I don't feel like any of there, there. There are two outstanding performances. The kid that plays Nightcrawler is amazing. He's wonderful. Um, and um, oh, now I'm forgetting who the other one was. There was one other that I thought was really oh oh the guy that plays Hank that plays Beast. But even he is just like dude. Are you auditioning for like a community theater production or something? There's <laughs> It is so clear that the, that the direction was, was either non-existent or just terrible.
2: Um, I've, what I, I mean, I've heard things about it. I obviously I'm not going to go see it in theaters. I'll wait until it comes out on demand or something like that. But um, I think that they're banking on the fact that they're doing a film based on such a famous storyline and the fact that it's Jean Gray and, and they think that we're going to care about the Gene Gray character just because it's Gene Gray. But this particular yes. version of Jean Grey, they haven't given us anything to really care about over the last no. four, three movies before this. You know, they haven't built her up as a character to all of a sudden give her her own movie. But and, and there's also
4: this this subplot of uh, um, Xavier's ego being more important than the than the the, the team. And that was just boring. Just, that, that's my, the, my biggest problem with this film is it was boring. And, and this,
3: that's, the Dark Phoenix story, you can't say that at all about that story. Yeah. Should, it
0: should not be thing. boring.
4: Yeah. The, and and I just, you know, halfway through the movie, I'm like, oh, God, is this thing over yet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Apocalypse um, was not a great movie. I
4: was, I liked Apocalypse a hell of a lot more than this one um and yeah it was not good
2: <laughs> uh, yeah uh, apocalypse was basically uh, apocalypse the entire movie seemed like the setup for another movie it's like i'm gonna walk around and i'm gonna build my team and that's all he does it's all the way to the end of the movie he's just building his team and then it's like you know you're a uh we were talking about magic the gathering last week and like if you're if you build a deck and then never play with it <laughs> you know? so yeah well.
4: it, it just was it was you know when I came back from seeing the movie, I went onto Facebook and I just put, uh, X Men Dark Phoenix, dot, dot, dot.
2: Meh. Yeah. X Men. Yeah. X What about, uh, uh,
4: what about Godzilla?
2: What about Godzilla?
4: Uh, oh, Godzilla, I loved it. But, let, let me give you the caveat. If you are a Godzilla fan, if you like, if you liked Godzilla vs. Megalon, okay? Now, that's kind of like, that's the line in the sand there, okay? If you watch Godzilla vs. Megalon and went, boy, this is stupid as hell, and I'm loving every second okay. of it like I did, um, then you will like this Godzilla movie. If you are indifferent or moderately like Godzilla or don't mind if it's on, don't bother.
0: That would be good.
4: Yeah, um, because it. I'll, I'll, even for me, it was yeah, maybe ten minutes too long. Um, when we came out of the theater, I said to my wife, they spent a little too much time on the people. And my wife went, You know, most people want the part, the, want, want that part of the story more than just the monsters fighting. Uh, you know, I all. just want to watch the monsters, <laughs> monsters fight. Um, That was my biggest problem with Alien.
3: Uh, what did you I say, uh, Joe? It's like, it's like uh, that, that Peter Jackson movie, the Peter Jackson King Kong movie. Yeah, yeah. Get to the freaking monkey. 45 right. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Monkey. And they did that in the first of the this new Monster vs. Godzilla series. The first Godzilla movie, it's like it's Brian Cranston for the first forty-five, and eh.
4: <laughs> I, I, I see him on TV
3: all the time. I, I want to see Godzilla.
4: It, it was better than that. They, they, but there were still times where it was like Godzilla and Ghidorah clash, and then it whip pans down to the people on the ground. Like I don't give a shit about them. Go back to the monster. Thank you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> that that's one of the one of the uh, critics that I saw uh, was saying, yeah, they spend. They spend too much time on the monsters and they and not enough time with the people. I'm like, this it's a monster movie. I mean Yeah, you don't get it, do you? You want to go watch no. the monsters, I mean.
3: <laughs> but there I mean, were there's there was only time. one movie that came out that week that has Godzilla in it. So
2: <laughs> that's
3: who I want to see <laughs> in that movie.
4: But there were there were times when I was on the verge of tears, okay? I've been a Godzilla fan since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and so there's scenes that they they use the the original Toho Godzilla music sometimes, and it was no just like that is way. so freaking awesome. Are you um, serious? Yeah. Uh, and and they 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 pulled a bit from the actual original very first Godzilla movie. I had to explain it to my wife. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say because it's a spoiler. Um, but I was like,
1: that's what they did in the first Godzilla movie. That's so cool. Wow.
4: Um, <laughs> They, they they actually riffed on the joke of of uh, Ken Watanabe saying, you know, let them fight. Uh, I just it was a fun movie. I you know, like I said, maybe they could have shaved about 10 minutes out of it, but I really enjoyed it, but I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I don't know how well this would play if you're not a huge Godzilla fan, but you know what, wait for it to hit. You don't need to see it on the big screen, although it was pretty freaking awesome seeing it on the big screen. Um you know, just seeing, and it's it's like it, all the monsters are there: Ghidorah, Rodan, <laughs> and Mothra, and and then there's a bunch of ones I don't. Spigo was there. Spigo was in one freaking movie. I mean, it was it just it was awesome. I I, I love Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and I can't wait for Godzilla versus King Kong.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, that's next. Is that next year or year that, after? Uh, I think so. I thought but I heard twenty twenty. It's,
4: it's the next but. one, you know. So.
2: They have to and be they, making they, they, it now if it's supposed to come out in twenty twenty. So
4: yeah, and and they, there's a lot of setup for that too. So yeah,
2: okay, all right. Well, I think uh, that's going to pretty much do it for us for this week. Uh, remember, uh, if, if you're listening to this podcast the week that it comes out, there's still time to get tickets to Magic City Con. Uh, you'll be able to meet me. You'll be able to meet Joe. We'll both sign autographs for free and take pictures and everything. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, and, wish it, I
4: could be there.
2: Go to MagicCityCon.com. You can get a ticket for the entire weekend for thirty-seven fifty, <laughs> and uh, it's at the Hyatt Regency Winfrey Hotel in Hoover, Alabama. Yeah, Rick, I wish you were able to come too. I mean, I had a good time with you the year that you were able to make it. But I know you were moving and. And you're uh, yeah. overcoming a shoulder operation and everything, so I don't blame you for not yeah, traveling. Yeah, just a little too much for me to get to
4: Louisiana, <laughs> or Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> Louisiana.
3: It's not Louisiana. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> see, he shows up in Louisiana,
4: where's the convention, guys? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. where's the this gallery? is sure not Magic City, that's for damn
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right, Joe, thank you for being here tonight thank you as always good stuff let everybody know where they can find you other than magic city con next week
3: facebook.com slash groups slash american sci-fi classics with an s we talk about geeky stuff all year long and on the twitters and the instagrams i'm at yojo crow
2: all right and uh rick thank you as well where can people find you
4: uh come and talk to me on twitter uh i am trying to be better about twitter and uh nobody's you know nobody's talking to me i'm adm marius admiral marius on twitter and i love to talk geeky shit so uh check me out there or check out my podcast uh infinite diversity or starbase the next generation or open the iris there'll be a new Open the iris next week uh depending on when you're listening to this it may have been last week i'm not sure <laughs> uh, we find I've been, I've been in a bit of a hiatus during the move and everything, but I'm finally recording shows again, and uh, there will be another one out
0: very soon. All right. John, thank you as well. Thank you, Sean. Uh, the listeners can find me on Captain Game Show. It's the Trivia Wordplay podcast for the Cosmic Potato Network. Uh, give it a listen.
4: <laughs> it's a lot of fun.
0: And uh, if you want to contact
2: us, just stay tuned for a minute and uh announcer Nate. We'll let you know how to do that. And come visit us. I, I would Okay, I would say come visit us at CosmicPotato.com. But CosmicPotato.com is undergoing some reconstruction right now. So if you go there, most of the links are not going to work. <laughs> I sent someone there today. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Give me about another week and we will have a brand new website and, uh, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to come and visit all of the shows that we offer on the network there. So, uh.
0: If you're listening well, to the I'm podcast, ask you one of the pets is dead, <laughs> yes. and I'll be like, "Honey, I couldn't. I was recording. <laughs> I couldn't save the animals." I stop. <laughs> what about the fans?
2: All right, make sure you join us next time on Cosmic Potato, these super fan talk podcast. When you might hear John say, "What about the fans?" <laughs> <laughs>
4: Be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can contact us by email at, mail at cosmicpotato.com or send us a voicemail or text message to 205-642-8380. Help the show grow by giving us a 5-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for joining us for Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast.